Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Bus Stop. Here we discuss equity and problems in the New York Times bestseller novel, The 57 Bus. I'm your host, Elijah. Today, joined by my side is Nick. Hey. Matthew. Yo. Tyler. What up? And Michael. Yo. So, obviously, this Sunday, we had America's big game, the Super Bowl. Um, I'd like to just, uh, start out just asking, were you surprised about the the outcome of the game? Matthew, let's start with you. Um, not really, honestly. I wasn't really surprised. What, what played into that factor of you not being surprised? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Fucking is good. <laughs> That's all I have to say. What about you, Nick? I kind of knew that Brady was going to win, but I feel like Patrick Mahomes and, like, his line, like, like his line did not block for him, and they just kind of put, like, crap. And I think that they they actually could have won if they, like, actually caught the ball and stuff. So Yeah, I think. Got, got some good drives, and I think they could have won. Right. I think um, a, lot of, a lot of that game just looked like the Chiefs didn't want to be there. Yeah, didn't want to play. And I think that's what really lost him. I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes getting tackled, but still, almost every play he's trying to make a, he's trying to make something out of it. Even if you know he's about to get tackled by two, three hundred pound men, you know he's still trying to make a play happen. Yeah. But I don't feel like his teammates really had that same spirit in that game. He was, yeah, he was going crazy. Yeah. Michael, what what did you think? No, nah, I wasn't surprised. Not surprised. Yeah, it's because. Like, the offensive line, their best players on the offensive line were out due to their uh, injury, I think, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you have Patrick Mahomes with his foot. Yeah. Yeah. But the reason that they lost is because of the offensive line. If they actually had their players on the offensive line, it would have been a way better game. I still think the Bucks would have pulled it out, even if they had a better offensive line, because I think, you know, nothing was stopping that D-line, really. You got you think about it. They weren't even blitzing them. They, they didn't need to. It's because the offensive line. None of the people on the offensive line haven't played throughout the whole season, really. Right. So it's like why playing the Super Bowl? Right. All right. Ended off, Tyler. What'd you think? Uh, I just I knew Tom Brady was going to take the dub, and like the Chiefs, they were just like they're playing like high schoolers. They just weren't playing that good. Yeah. But like Michael said, they had. A bunch of their players out. Could have been a different game. Could have, yeah. I mean, never, never count out Brady. And now, since at the end of the game, he said, you know, he's not, he's not leaving anytime soon. He's coming back. So, I mean, do here's another. Do we think Brady could win it next year again? For sure. Yeah, he could. With that, with that defense. If the defense stays how it is right now, then, yeah, they can win it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, segueing in uh, to our, our uh, first question for today, um, Section 3, the fire in the uh, 57 brush. Pretty interesting. Our, our characters finally crossed past. Uh, not not in the best way, you could say. Uh, but let's kick it off with um, how do you guys d- define adversity? 
Uh, Nick, let's start with you. Um, it's like a difficult like situation or like a tragedy that happened like in your past, or it's just like something tragic that happened to you in general, and it kind of just like left like a footprint, kind of in you. Yeah, great, great way to put, great way to put it. Anyone else uh, got kind of like a, I think they could add on to that. I would just say like the difficulties you have, you know. Yeah. That's basically what I said, but uh. yeah, I think definitely like uh, a difficulty or like um, just a step in the wrong direction, almost. You know, just having uh, a difficulty. Yeah, is really the best way to put it. So, what does uh, adversity look like? Uh, not just specifically in section three, but in the fifty-seven bus. Um, Tyler, let's start with you. Um, it just like looks like a lot of like uh, it's like a lot of just bad things happen to our characters. I don't know, like they're always put in these bad situations, and they're just always getting like they're misfortunate. Like I don't know, it's always just like a bad outcome for them. It's a good word, misfortunate. Yeah, I mean, the thing that did start the fire, you know, Richard, Lloyd, Jamal, they were all like kind of toying with the lighter, you know, not really wanting to set anything on fire, but kind of toying with things, which ultimately ended up with Sasha's uh, skirt being set on fire. Yeah, just like the the worst possible outcome in the situation. Yeah, so there's like a lot of, a lot of difficulties in this in this novel and uh, with our characters. Uh, Michael, do you have anything to add on to how adversity uh, looks like in the 57 bus? No, I really don't. No coverage. All right. So how do different characters uh, respond to adversity? Uh, I'll start with this one. Um, I think we see a lot of a lot of overcomings, especially with Richard. You know, he's always trying to get help. And when, you know, it starts off with he got robbed. And then, you know, his grades aren't that well. Then uh, I forget what the character's name is, but they're like, all right, you need to help get help from the teachers. So he does that. You know, he's already working with Miss Caprice. You know, Richard is really a character that's always trying to improve, but he improves, then it's five steps back. He improves, five steps back. It's all about that adversity with Richard and a lot of difficulties, just like people who he surrounds himself with. And that you, you could say that's adversity in itself. And adversity for Richard is the people who he surrounds himself with. Uh, Nick, do you have anything to add on to how different characters respond to adversity? No, honestly, I think you, you guys covered it pretty good. But um, Richard, I feel like once he does something good, he always gets something back in return that's bad. Yeah, and it just it's going like back and forth, back and forth. But I think that's how it's gonna be for like the rest of the chapter, or like for the rest of the book. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you took a pre- pretty big hit there. Um, yeah, Matthew, what do you think? Uh, how, how does Sasha uh, respond to adversity? Um, I don't really remember any situations with her with adversity. Uh, actually, no, never mind. Sorry. Um, she, I don't know. She just responds like, she just walks away from it, kind of. 
she doesn't really like like when she uh what is it called she wanted to go to the bathroom but like there was none of them um none of them were her like gender so she didn't want to go or she like wasn't a boy or a girl so she didn't want to go it's kind of like that where she just walked away from it and just didn't do it yeah and they have to uh they wear a skirt yeah. Just because they, they really don't know, you know, what they're feeling in that day. So there's no way to really express themselves feeling both ways. So they just wear a skirt and then, you know, uh, kind of like men's style clothes because they were a biological man. And now, you know, they're they're kind of, you know, in that in that middle ground area. So they wear a skirt, you know, just to, you know, even things out, you could say. And um, just final question in what ways are the characters showing overcoming adversity? Uh, Michael, how are our characters overcoming adversity? Well, Richard, I mean, he just keeps asking for help and he keeps trying to do better, but at the same time, he's keep going five steps back, like you said. Right. So basically with Richard, he just needs to try to keep getting help and see, hope for the best, basically. Yeah, I think Richard is just right there. He's just, if he... You know, if he gets that step and then he takes another step instead of five steps back, you know, he's already four steps ahead than he would have been, you know, kind of thinking like that. Even if he gets set back, you know, he's still one step closer. So I think he's just really close to overcoming this, like, thing, this uh, childhood that's kind of been wrapped around him in this, this like, uh, this difficult group and this difficult neighborhood. And now we're seeing uh, something we should – because he did feel guilt. Yeah, it says that he – you know, he got off the bus and he was worried, so he went back to to Sasha, and and he saw a man walking away crying, and he was he, he felt guilty. He didn't want to do that to Sasha, so he's kind of getting more emotional, kind of you know more understanding, you could say. And uh, just like that, that just wraps up uh, this episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode three. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you next week.